Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just three cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, cool boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Felk. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh, so cool. Tonight's episode is Beware the Grey Ghost, directed by Boyd Kirkland, story by Dennis O'Flattery, O'Flatherity. And Tom Ruger, teleplay by Garen Wolf and Tom Ruger. This episode originally aired November 4th, 1992, and features the villain, The Mad Bomber. Wikipedia says Simon Trent, an actor best known for his past role as the Grey Ghost, is on the verge of bankruptcy thanks to his declining career. To save himself, he sells off all his Grey Ghost merchandise. Immediately afterwards, a series of crimes related to the old show begin to occur. Batman, having himself been inspired partly by the show to become the crime fighter he now is, goes to Trent for help, and they team up to put an end to the crimes and also revive Trent's career. And there's a note here, the most obvious note possible. The Grey Ghost was voiced by Adam West. The star of the 1960s television show Batman, who was himself on the verge of bankruptcy in 1992 and selling off his old shit, probably. I remember this episode as a kid and just r- really fondly. This was one of those episodes that uh, I just thought was a really well done episode as a kid and just how uh, it was fun. I just remember thinking, having it just it, any sort of show that's kind of like an insider sort of a uh, show uh, that throws in this sort of issue of, uh, of uh, the actor that's uh, typecast. And, you know, it's just, there it was a, it, this was a good one. It's, it's dark. I mean, when you were a kid, did you pick up on the notion that several, you know, it's, it's a reoccurring theme in the television industry that the, like, yeah, that old actors have to sell off their own shit and can't get like work and end up in like, one bedroom apartments that they can't pay it for the rent in. That's sad. It's but it's true. Remember, you know, as a kid, I watched Star Trek, and definitely uh, uh, that was an issue that that you knew that all these actors were typecast, and uh, you know, so that that was something that I thought was fun to see in a Batman episode. Well, see, for me, growing up, I grew up uh, in the. Uh, 40s and the 50s so i mean i was used to things like you know uh zorro the spirit the shadow uh and then you know when i was like 26 i saw you know batman 66 so for me this is just like calling back to my childhood like even more so having adam west voice uh yeah that was my batman growing up yeah that was the batman i grew up with in the 60s when i was a little boy that's uh that's interesting I was just pointing out that you guys are talking about like Star Trek and stuff, and it's like all this old shit that was well before we were born. The Star Trek guys actually, I didn't bring up Star Trek, that was Steve. And I don't think this, Star Trek's not really a great example because most of those people ended up like 
pretty successful. Oh yeah, Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy was was pretty typecast. He had a very difficult time afterwards. He was typecast, but he was he was well off. The, well, that was the issue, though, is that the, the, the like there was a point where Leonard Nimoy tried to he was like, "Don't I am not Spock." Like I am. He there was an issue with that. And really? Thought, yeah. yeah. That's sad because he's only Spock. He wrote a book. Yeah, hold on, hold on. You're a little off here because no. Then he uh, he wrote a what was his follow up book titled? Uh, I am Spock. Oh, yeah. He had a real problem, and he he, he had a, yeah. He definitely at a point was like, fine, I will take the role, but he tried to move past it. And most of the actors from Star Trek, the original series, tried to move past uh, Star Trek. And they unfortunately, you know, some of them didn't, and, but they were successful. I've not seen, but that, that is a common issue with these superhero shows. That was, that was the issue with Adam West. Yeah, Steve, you know. is it Look Well? The pilot for Look Well, the Conan O'Brien produced show starring Adam West. Isn't that like a uh -huh. completely about this? Yeah, that, I, mean, I, I mean, that's just what? this <laughs> common theme. The, the, the typecast actor who's, uh, oh, it, yeah. they can't escape his role, basically. But it's like even this is almost a direct con like I don't know if this is a direct comment on it because I don't know when Look Well Pilot was made. I think it was made well after this, but uh, uh, well after how 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 similar this plot line is to kind of I even mean, the Look Well. I actually had character. read that the producers of Batman were nervous to to have uh, Adam West do the voice that they were only going to do this episode unless Adam West did it. Oh yeah, and they were nervous for about sure. having him uh, do the role because it was you know kind of you know, making fun of his real life or not making fun of, but showing how he did never got past being Adam, uh, being Batman from the sixties. Showing the tragedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, moving on, I did really like though, how this, uh, showed how it, this created like the Batman mythos, you know, Batman as a kid is in love with this, uh, superhero who's this vigilante that's saving the city. And he basically makes that, what he wants to be and uh i thought that mm -hmm. was that was really cool totally absolutely just like the real character of batman was inspired by things like zorro and the spirit and the shadow and the, that's kind of what this is calling to that's absolutely true yeah it's kind of it's uh it's very meta and it's very much an ouroboros it's you know it's a snake eating its own tail over and over again it's very cool now this guy right here is the collector he eventually becomes the villain he looks exactly like Bruce Tim to me. He's actually voiced by Bruce Tim. Oh, that's Bruce Tim's voice? Yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, a character. Wait, Bruce Tim's acting in this? Because mm -hmm, he has to do big old scenes later, like, ah, toys, or whatever the <laughs> fuck. It's, uh, well, he didn't sell it. There's, there's, a question, there's no question why this character didn't come back. Well, that's crazy. He looks like Bruce Tim. I remember thinking that right now, rewatching that, uh, in preparation for this was like that looks a lot like bruce tim i like this episode i like the simultaneous tv and real world plot lines playing out with each other throughout mostly the first and third act i kind of like how they did that i liked how batman fell asleep watching the episode that is pertinent to a crime so he actually needs the tapes to finish it and back in this day you couldn't just go on the internet and find the tape yeah, that was funny. And he had to go and research. He had to go to find out the name of the actor. He couldn't just go into IMDb. He had to go and uh, find the records of uh, the old TV associations, you know, to find Yeah, to find the episode, whatever it was called, the Mad Bomber. Uh, he had to find the Mad Bomber, but first he had to find out the name, I think, of the Great Ghost. 
he like went to some records and oh to find out that was simon trent was the the the, the person yeah the actor wait he just didn't know that from watching i knew adam west was batman back when i was a little kid well he did it uh, i like the mad bomber because it reminds me of the tick and the the mad bomber who bombs at midnight is like one of my favorite tick villains and jokes on the the show the tick the animated version of it um that aired on fox when we were kids that's funny but uh and obviously my age range right now is all over the map for this episode if you don't know who i am or have listened to anything else you have no fucking clue how old i am wait didn't he just say he was young in the 40s and 50s and somehow the tick was going on when he was a kid yeah i don't think anybody uh cares seriously <laughs> Yeah, the cool boy, whoever curates the cool boys wiki is going to be like, I cannot peg down the age of the Ballard character. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's the plan, Sam. He seems to be a little boy Ballard in almost every time frame. He was, yeah, I was, I was young enough to like, what was it, Eating Out, that, the gay, the gay uh, movie Eating Out? It, it was like 2007. I yeah, was, was young like, enough to watch that as like a five-year-old. <laughs> dude, we should have just fucking done the Eating Out series. Instead of Batman, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, how many were there? There was like 17. We There's we, four. We, I think there was four. Oh, and they got progressively more gay. But there's TV shows by the people of Eating Out. I'm going to look into this. We might be changing the format of the show. Double check the name that the show was called Eating Out or the movie was called Eating Out. Eating Out 2 or Electric Blue or some shit. Uh, there's more than four. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, there's only five. Yeah. Eating Out, Eating Out 2, Sloppy Seconds, Eating Out. That's it. All you can eat. That's the third one, but they dropped the three at that point. Eating out. Oh, oh, there's no more num- num- numeration. Yeah, just go straight to subtitle here. Eating out into darkness. Um, so they go uh... <laughs> eating out. Dra- no, no, no. We're still on eating out. Eating out drama camp <laughs> and eating out the open weekend. Drama camp and open weekend almost sound like Eric- American Pie like uh, spinoffs. At that Interesting point. you say that because they both came out in 2011, and as you know, really great movies are always made in less than one year. <laughs> They they are they, they they rushed them both. That's awesome. Oh, well, one of the things I wanted to point out here when Batman and uh, Simon Trent hang out, um, they look at the uh, episodes. I I noticed that we are in episode eighteen of production order, and uh, the episode of the Mad Bomber is episode eighteen of the Gray Ghost. Very good, uh, very good eye. I thought that was interesting. Uh, and they make a point to, because they show him going down the line and he's hitting up all the numbers with his finger. So when he finally lands on the Mad Bomber, before you can even see the title on the reel that says Mad Bomber, you see the number 18. So I just like in general, Batman's pissed off that he met Simon Trent. Simon Trent's a bitch. And he's just like fucking never meet your heroes. You know, like what was he expecting? Just never meet your heroes. He was he was expecting to be the gray ghost. I think that's what everyone expects when they see their hero isn't that, right? They expect you to, the hero to be the epitome. That's sad. Even Batman he's like, "I thought I thought you were the gray ghost." Not some down and out actor has to sell his memorabilia to survive. It's such a sad story. <laughs> All right. So um, I, look how I, happy I, Bruce is. I, I like to introduce the third podcast in the Cool Boys podcast world. Uh, apparently, the Eating Out film series is created by As Ridical Entertainment, and even Ridical. though there's only five films in the gay-ish Eating Out series, there's over a hundred movies from As Ridical Entertainment. Uh, that are in the eating out like <laughs> endless amounts of entertainment. Up for oh ourselves. yeah, no. I, I mean, I I, I I want to just hijack this episode and read them all to you. 
Um, this is a I don't really know why. good episode. Did you not like this episode? I, I thought like this a, was a really good one. I love one. this episode, but I am absolutely fine. Read them all. Read all. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just gonna give you. Right. I'm just gonna give you a, a, a couple here. Beautiful vision beyond love. Should I just sign off? No. Birthday cake. I mean, I don't understand. We're just you're just reading off porn titles. No, they're not porn. Bumblefuck. They're not porn. These are adult films. LBGT dramas. Bumblefuck USA. Bumblefuckings when you fuck someone on Bumble. <laughs> What the fuck is Bumble? Bumble's a dating uh, app, but it has it's gay friendly. Heterosexual Jill. I totally thought Bumble was a drug. I totally thought Bumble was like some like drug. It's like it's Molly and E mixed into one. You know, <laughs> something stupid like that. There's also there's actually a couple extra eating outs on here on on their official list. I guess some are unreleased yet. Eating, there's more eating out to come. But in addition wow. to the eating out series, there's also the Guys Next Door series, which has just num numericals up to number four. Guys Next Guys Next Door number four. There's Hollywood Bad Boys. That also has uh, four in there. Uh, all, and Straight Men and the Men Who Loved Them has three. It's a, it's a trilogy. So we're, 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 we're plenty. Oh, no, don't forget the Vampire Boys. Vampire Boys, Vampire Boys 2, Vampire Boys Brighter in Darkness. Vampire Boys Lucas Rising. What? We're doing. We're watching all of these. Lupus Rising? Lupus Rising? Oh, there's also the West Hollywood Story series, which has two parts. West Hollywood Stories 1 and 2. No subtitles. Uh, no, no. That just seems to be specific to the Eating Out series. Any characters that are crossing over these series? Uh, dude, for all I know, these are all take place in the same as Ritical Entertainment universe. So this is a shared universe you stumbled upon that might be grander and greater than the Avengers Marvel shared universe and been going on longer. Wait, when did Eating Out start? 2007, right? Um, Eating Out was 2004. But 2004, so way before MCU. There's numerous film series in here, in in here, and and officially, there, um, the category is, there's you know some movies are dramas, some movies are comedies. These are called playful male nudity, gay light erotic drama comedies. Wow, yeah. dramedies. No, well, that's yeah, with playful male nudity and gay light erotica. What's playful male nudity? Are we going to talk about the show at all? <laughs> like, what the what, what's going on here? I need to know what's playful male nudity. What does that mean? Is that butt? We'll have to watch these movies and find out. That's the only way to find out. Okay. Well, um, I I enjoyed uh, the cliffhanger act break we had between acts two and three. I loved Bruce, by the way. Just to recap, uh, rewatching the Great Ghost classics. He was so happy, just like us three cool boys watching these Batman animated series and going over eating out spinoffs. Um, but I, I like right here how we continue the storyline with Batman and the Great Ghosts as they're going to start teaming up. And that's just what you wanted out of this episode was the team up. Yeah. And, and to answer Steve's question, no, nah, I don't. I thought this was a pretty forgettable episode. It, it's, it's, it's a stunt like, oh, Adam West is in it. But other than that, it was like. There wasn't really. No, I thought it really showed like how it influenced Batman, how it made him who he is today. Maybe it's because I don't like that. Like I like this the idea that Batman's the first guy to dress up like a fucking bat and be a superhero. Like I, th I kind of think that 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 works in the Chris Nolan movies. Like how how organic he arrives at like why he dresses up as a bat, and and, and this is just like well I I watched a TV show that was basically about Batman, <laughs> and I added. Without the bats, and I added bats to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right, Felk, with that. I mean, I disagree, but you're right because 
It's like he does go to Batcave with uh, Grey Ghost, Simon Trent, and Simon Trent's like, this is just like the Grey the Great Ghost Slayer. And Batman's like, yeah, I modeled it exactly off that. And he's kind of like a fanboy. You know, I thought that that was fun. You know, I, I thought that that was interesting that to show what this work. Batman isn't the first one. And I don't think that he, you know, there's criminals before him. And there's been pe- heroes be- before him that have done things. And this was showing that there was like, uh, you know, just uh, that there was uh, Hollywood made shows about superheroes and whatnot. And I just thought it was interesting that it, how it influenced him. Yeah, I liked it, too. I liked seeing the influence. I thought it was a. I thought it was a good episode. I thought, I thought it was a very adult episode too, but I enjoyed it more. I guess because of the fact that it was about uh, heroes and mentors and things like that. When um, uh, it's never too late, which was another really adult episode about Joey Jojo Shabadoo Junior getting like you know high on heroin or whatever, and then you know Stormwell or Stromwell end up you know becoming no longer the gangster. Like I didn't really care for that one so much, but I definitely care for this one a lot more. I thought I just I I liked it because. I feel like like the kids in the basement with Batman is in my basement, like the way that they fantasized or the the fantasy plays out for children of, you know, you could take care of Batman. I liked this one because it was like, I'm watching Batman at home. I could become Batman maybe someday, too. If only my parents were murdered and gunned down, you know, mm, only if I was orphaned The every kid's dream. Right. The, uh, you know. I, you know, I thought that, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good one. But uh, it, it was it was also, I think part of it also was just having it be kind of insider, where it has this the whole st- storyline about uh, the actor struggle. And they, they do that again later on with the whole thing with uh, Clayface, too. Yeah, there was a lot of, yeah, it's weird that there was a, that theme of, like, being an actor is fucking hard is really... Uh, well, yeah, uh, so there's a lot of themes like that that you feel like... A lot of post-production and production and pre-production are making their way into the narratives. A lot like the last episode we watched, See No Evil, where I I, I, I guess that if maybe Martin Pascoe was going through a divorce while writing that episode because it just seemed like a guy just hating on his wife like so hard the whole episode. So it's very possible that... Divorce is tough. Divorce is tough. Divorce is tough. So... It's very likely this episode that there was some of that. Like this is a, this is a little bit of an inside wink and joke and a nudge nudge to, you know, animators in general or even show creators of of children TV maybe. Well, definitely worth the the ending bead. The toy collector who's like everything costs everything costs too much money. It's it's pretty silly the the, the end result of the villain. But uh, it was fun. You know, it's, yeah, it's, he's just screaming about silly, his toys you know? and how much he loves them, too. He's like, toys, yeah. they're the best. And they run everything. It's kind of true. <laughs> yeah, he's a toy collecting man child. He's basically what the villain of uh, the 2016 Ghostbusters was also. It's just like, he's ba- yeah, basically, basically this horrible stereotype. He's basically a villain that exists all over the Internet today on so many different YouTube channels. Right. I mean, like how many YouTube channels are essentially this villain? Oh, man, mm-hmm. you, you saw the Fison videos, right? no. I, I said I, I I told you about this last time. Like the, there's a guy like like so there's like the hot toys like you buy like Wonder Woman and stuff that are like really like oh yes yes Fison yes very accurate faces and then you can yeah you can buy anatomical like yeah sexy versions bodies replacements for them and I was like somebody's like this guy he you know be do you this guy's he's this guy is doing what he wants to do with his time sexy and money. Black Widow sexy Wonder Woman sexy Pepper Potts. 
other uh just just we're talking about you know new interesting thing about this episode is uh we're talking about some you know movie series having numericals and some just having like subtitles or or it's incorporated in the title there's also apparently a trilogy from as Ridical entertainment called the hunk trilogy with hunk boat hunk hotel oh and hunk hunter Ooh, mm. hunk hunter other other great titles include oh happy day and new dudes and one of my personal favorites here, Are You Invited? Five Guys in a Sex Party. Wait, that's the title? Are You Invited? Five Guys in a Sex Party? R-U is the letters R and U. So I'm guessing it's like a text that gets sent in the, in the uh, movie at some point. Oh, Are You Invited? Yeah. No! And then that person spends the entire time hunk hunting. Uh, I also like stuck with an exclamation mark. Stuck. Where did he get stuck? And the great and the great ghost episode, we had a, another electrical fire. Um, <laughs> they like this. Was it electrical? Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, it was uh, electrical. Yeah, it was the computer being damaged and catching on fire. And lots of a very explosive cars. Yeah, each act had a massive explosion. So there were three massive explosions for the entire episode. And then, um, did Bruce give away his secret to Simon Trent at the end? Well, he kind of gave him a wink. Yeah, definitely. He 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 told him that as Batman and said the same line as Bruce. I think I, I felt like he he definitely he's he's not good with his secret identity in in uh, the, this block of episodes. No, he is not. He also gets captured a lot. Where you would think that anybody that captures him would would take a peek. Yeah, enough times. People are very respectful of the cowl. I feel like it. They're like, yeah, you know, there's a reason why. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that cowl. We don't care to know. Respect it. Uh, I wanted to point out right now, I'm just looking this up right now on like some DC wiki. So Ted Dwyer, who's the name of the toy collector's character, um, he was, yeah, yes, definitely designed by Bruce Tim and voiced by Bruce Tim. But the video vault clerk that uh, Bruce goes to earlier in the episode is absolutely based oh, on Paul the animation Dini? is based on Paul Dini. And apparently... Paul Dini saw this episode and an episode of Tiny Toons that he was on, and he decided he needed to lose weight because they drew him so fat that he was absolutely, like, ashamed. They fat-shamed him with animations, and he actually was like, I gotta lose weight. I'm way too fat, but that's how they're drawing me. That's crazy. You'd think a kid's show would be more, you know, sympathetic to fat people. Not this one, Boss Biggest. That's true. They were they were making fun of Paul Dini right left probably behind closed doors like Dini you fat fuck. How many uh, how many cool boys are you gonna rate this one? Oh, I give this one five out of five boys. I loved it. It it it, it worked with me unlike the way the um I'm, I'm as I mentioned earlier that other one uh it's never too late didn't work for me this one worked for me. Yeah, it's a five out of five for me too. Oh, I give it only two out of five. I thought it was kind of a stunt uh stunt casting and and. There wasn't too much to it. That's fair. I prefer a more straightforward Batman does Batman shit episode. Great bat stuff, gentlemen. Cool boy nation. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool bat nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of. Beware the gray ghost. Or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond, coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes of Batman and Beyond come out every Thursday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with 
The Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon, where the Cool Boys have an uncensored discussion about five so cool movies, everything ranging from bods to dongs and all the boners they have given us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast and Facebook group us at The Cool Boys Podcast. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching for The Cool Boys Podcast. And be sure to rate and review us on iTunes at The Cool Boys Podcast. And if you like, you can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional episodes of Cool Boys After Dark and a Cool Boy shout out on The Cool Boys Podcast that airs every Tuesday. You can find The Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizees from Felk. That's Bizees from Ballard. And Bizees from Steven. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>